Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pet. One pooch at a time. It's America's Pet Show. Animal Talk. Thanks for being with us. Be, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, do all those podcast things in all the podcast places. We truly appreciate you coming around. AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. And, of course, WearingFunny.com if you're looking for some gear, some pet parent gear, some funny t-shirts. They're all there. They're available for you. Uh, appreciate our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. Great place. Go check them out. And... For your pet help and information, you're in the right spot. We're going to help you out. We have years and years of animal calls and emails and interviews, and we're sharing them all with you on these Animal Talk Rewinds. Now, Animal Talk, it is for entertainment purposes only, so make sure you check with your local veterinarian, your local trainer, if you have any issues coming up, and we're here to help. Our, Our professionals always got great ideas, too, so here we go. Having a little bit of fun. It's Animal Talk. Like you'll get help from like this guy sitting across from me. I'm Dr. Brad Davis here to answer any veterinary questions you might have. All right, the brightest of the bunch. I'm Donna Fournier, and I'm here to answer any training questions. And of course, my name's Jamie. I just want to make sure everybody has a good time. He is the Pink Panther of Radio. (laughs) Twitter poll out there. Uh, What is your pet peeve about your pet? You haven't answered. Oh, was my pet peeve about yes. my pet? Yes. Uh, we, uh, Kirby, uh, I trained him. He trained me. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, he is insistent that there's food in his bowl all the time. And uh, I've, I haven't done that in probably three years. Right. I've been I've been good about it. I've, mm-hmm. I'm feeding him at regular intervals. And uh, you figure after three years, he'd learn. Hmm. Uh, he has a stronger will than I, apparently, because every day, if the bowl is empty, uh, he's jumping on me to, to, hey, fill my bowl. Hey, fill my bowl. Hey, fill my bowl. <laughs> you used to do it. I go, that's before Miss Donna came over and blew the whole thing for us and saw that you're the size of a house, little man. <laughs> so uh, the fact that uh, he's, a, he's a little bit of a spoiled brat, and if his bowl is empty, he's uh, pestering you to uh, fill it up. And uh, I, I really, it's been, it's seriously, I have, I've been good. Good about feeding him on regular intervals, a little bowl for breakfast, a little bowl for dinner. The first time we we met Kirby was mm-hmm. in studio, and he was lean and trim and looked good. And then when we started doing the show from your house, it was like, Get in my what belly. happened to him? <laughs> Did you trade him in for a fatter model? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so um, I've been trying to trim him down, and uh, you know, there you go. So... Um, he jumps on me. He's, uh, but is it three years? Is it's cats that you figured he'd be retrained by now? He's very no. persistent with it. Yeah, some are what I like to call eternally optimistic. I don't, yeah. I don't, because I don't, I don't acquiesce. I don't give in. Well, you know, every time you go in and you don't get a raise, if you don't get a raise every year. You still go in thinking, well, this will be the year. Oh, okay, right so, on, right on. And so, yeah, it's the same sort of principle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, I see. Eternally okay, I can, optimistic. There you go. I didn't know they worked the same with cats. Yeah. <laughs> that's, their, that's their paycheck. Yes. Aside from the bird. Your, your pet peeve about your pet. Because we all know about... Oh, uh, my, my pet peeve? Yeah. I would like one sane animal. <laughs> I swear to you, I, I was thinking when I went. We went. We just got a new uh, English bulldog, uh, Wilhelmina. Or Crazy. Mina. We got insane, absolutely yeah. insane. <laughs> I mean, just, just. I'm saying. I literally said, uh, next time we go get an animal, I'm going to spend the extra ten bucks get a sane one. <laughs> I mean, it's just they're just nuts. I mean, they're, they're just. They're, I, I, I just. It's just. I live with crazy people and their dogs. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, but again, that's. Uh, I'm sure that's partially my fault because everything is. But <laughs> I'm just guessing. But, uh, but no, she's just. Uh, 
you know, they're they're just always getting into something, always doing something, and uh, and you know, I I that's the word I say more now than any other word in, the, in my my whole vocabulary. Mm. It's Mina, uh-huh. Mina, Mina. Mina, that's what I say uh, all the time. So, Where's Mina? What happened to Mina? You know? So, so the bird is going to pick up on that soon, and sh- and 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 it, it'll be saying it and repeating it back to you as well. And this could be efficient because then the bird will just say it, and I won't have to. <laughs> I love it. That could be the. So episode. the bird would actually do something. We have for to you. train the bird to say no because we just kept saying that over and over all day. It would actually work with the dog, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty much going to be accurate. All right. <laughs> Anyway, Training the puppy. There you go. Mm-mm. See, even the professionals have challenges ahead of them. Mm-hmm. So if you have a challenge with one of your pets, get on the phone and give us a call. And Brad, um, we're going to grab an email that uh, people can do. They come bring those through and they come to the website and then they, they grab the little email thing and say, contact us. And they contact their uh, favorite little uh, animal talk person there and ask them their question. And uh, they send it over here. And oh, we, so, we so answer. You're, what you're saying is... Read an email. Could you do an email? Okay. I was just giving you time to fish one out there. Okay. Dear Animal Talk. You've got mail. My eight-year-old Aussie mix has a very strong herding instinct around kids, and I have a baby that is about to start crawling. I'm concerned about what the dog will do when the baby starts motoring around and also when the other children are around. He already snaps at kids and adults when they come in or near our house. He is otherwise very loving, and I've had him for 10 weeks, so I would love to learn more about how I can nip this scary tendency in the bud. I've just contacted uh, a website in about this, and but I would like your recommendations as well. Thank you so much. And this is signed, concerned, and, and you don't uh, need an alias. Sure, you don't need an alias no. here. You can just sign it. We're yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna hunt you down. You can, but no. but concerned has a question for you. Yeah. What do you what do, what do you think? Uh, how old is this dog? <laughs> it's all the way on the ground now. <laughs> an eight-year-old Aussie mix. Okay, that they've had for ten weeks. They've had the dog. We've had him for ten weeks. Uh, he is otherwise very loving, and I've had him for ten weeks. But it could be there's, the baby. And he yeah. was on a train <laughs> leaving for. Well, there's there's a few things in that email that that give me pause. Um, they Aussie, <laughs> right? Right, children. Um, yeah, this is not unusual for the breed. They are a herding breed of dog. They need a job. They need something to be in charge of. They and need good something. Dogs. They are. Um, they need something to do though. And what they do great is round up children. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really great. Uh, there's, there's one other thing though that they said where people come in and the dog will snap yeah. at them. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, if I saw the dog, I could say that's all part of the herding thing, but I'm a little curious to know if there's something else going on. Yeah. It's it's really hard via email when I can't have that back and forth with somebody on the phone to know exactly. I'd like a little more description there. But what you're looking at doing is teaching an incompatible behavior. You're never going to eradicate this dog's desire or need to have a job, but you can teach something that's more appropriate. So you want to do something incompatible. One of my favorite incompatible behaviors to do for a dog that's orally fixated put something in the mouth they have to carry a toy to greet people with a toy in their mouth Um, this may not stop the nosing behavior there's a lot of other little tricks but uh, the first thing is incompatible behavior we can't be nipping if there's already something there all right Hey, it's Jamie. I got to hop on in here and remind you about our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. WearingFunny.com for all your pet parent t-shirt needs. Head on over to WearingFunny.com and check out the vast array of amazing, hilarious t-shirts. Thoughtful, cuddly, and cute for you and your kitties and your puppies. And hey, we take requests. If you have a critter that we don't have represented, let us know. We'll get you connected with just the perfect shirt for you 
and your critters, showing your love for being the best pet parent you can possibly be. Wearingfunny.com. Back to the show. And, of course, the website, animaltalkradio.com, is a, a great way to get a hold of us electronically. It's a one-stop shop. There's the webcam running and uh, the Twitter and the MySpace and the Facebook. Become our friend and uh, keep in touch with us all week long. And plus, when we're live on the air, you can go interactive. The question today, our pet peeve uh, of your pet. What is your, what is, what is your pet peeve uh, that has to do with your pet? Uh, that's the Twitter poll. And uh, let us know. What do we got going? Please state the nature of the medical emergency. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. <laughs> and now it's time for a health tip with our resident veterinarian, Dr. Brad Davis. Well, it's that time of the year again when the lunatics come out from whatever rock they live under during the nice weather and begin, re- begin rejoicing that fall is in the air and soon it will be winter, which means it will be snowing. Glorious, beautiful snow. While we wish frostbite in every single one of those people, let's not forget <laughs> that some of the dangers that these months that end in burr bring us. Just this week, I had a dog in with rat poison, which was left out when an owner was reorganizing his garage. Of course, the biggest problem in fall rolls, rolls around would be antifreeze. Antifreeze tastes even yummier than its name implies, and it's even deadlier than you might think. Just a small amount can wipe out a pet's kidneys in an incredibly short time, making it one of the world's deadliest poisons. To emphasize this, the man whose dog ate rat poison decided to make his dog dog vomit and watch him at home. That would not be an option with antifreeze toxicosis, as usually animals die before you even know they drank it. So be careful with the stuff in the car and the garage, and when the time comes, remember to laugh when a winter lover gets stuck in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I never thought of it. Months that end in burr. Mm -hmm. It's cold. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. never got that. Is that Mm -hmm. why they call them that? Um, Well, there's... (laughs) There's an Aries, too. The Aries. Sort of. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> and the urch. Yeah. Got an email over there well, we wanted to... Uh, there was a little what? bit more about that one we were talking about before the break. It was yes. about the Australian shepherd who has the herding instinct right, and was right. snapping at people and was hurting uh, the children, and they're worried about the toddler crawling. Mm. And the one thing in this is, is says he already snaps at kids and adults when they come in or near a house. He is otherwise very loving. And the thing is, it's whenever I hear that, and it's, it's, it sounds like I'm, I'm making an awful analogy that will hurt some people's feelings or make them upset, maybe. But this is what you hear when some when you hear about someone who's accused of spousal abuse. They'll say, you know what, he does do Normally, that, but otherwise, but he's usually wonderful. He's yeah. usually great. He treats us so well. It's just I make him mad, you know. And people do that with dogs. They make that excuses, do this. yeah. And and this is, I mean, it's wonderful that you rescued this animal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's why I said I'd like to have a little more back and forth exchange with this one yeah. to find out what they mean by we're snapping at people. Is it part of the hurting or? Is this the dog trying to hurt? Right. <laughs> well, totally it, different thing. Um, so the, the kind of what we're looking at here is get this dog in, get him evaluated, find out what's going on. You'll never gonna, you're never gonna know the history. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But let's just move forward from this point on. Figure out what we can do to fix it. This may be a situation where this dog should not be necessarily in this. Family. There you go. Is it uh, is it the right dog for you? Uh-huh. Uh, there's the question, and and that's what you have to ask yourself honestly. And, and you know, thank you for rescuing this dog, and 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 you might just be fostering this dog until right. you can get them into, into the proper front. place because right. uh, this might not be the right dog for you. If there was only a book that would help you there find is. the right dog for you, there is. <laughs> Funny enough, it is called the right dog for you. <laughs> that's what I so you, I know. 
remember because yes. you've talked about that. Yeah, uh, it, it is a fantastic book. It's written by a doctor, uh, veterinarian, and a lot of lot of breed information in the front of the book. It kind of walks you through what are some of the questions that you need to sit down as a family and discuss. Mm-hmm. Do we want a dog that sheds? Do we want a dog with a long hair coat that requires grooming? Do we want to? Are we going to be the ones that are going to be taking care of the nails and all of these things? Uh, how much exercise time do we have put aside for this animal? What size yard? It get, it kind of goes down everything. And mm-hmm. then after you've taken this little quiz, it'll tell you, go to these pages. Here's mm-hmm. some breeds that you may want to consider. Mm-hmm. So and, and even if you're picking out a mutt, this is another important thing, though. Yeah. If you're picking out a mutt, uh, I know when, when Paula went to get Fred. Yeah. Uh, Fred was a Humane Society dog. And when we walked in, I went with her the first day to go and, and view different dogs. Mm-hmm. And there was this cute little beagle, basset, something mix. Right, right. Clearly, it had a hound in it. Sure. Whether it was a beagle or a basset, I'm not entirely sure, but it was clearly a hound of some sort. And I remember she fell in love with this little dog's mm-hmm. face. She had a very sweet face. Oh. Her name was Maggie. She was really cute. But the dog was doing nothing but this incessant barking over and over again. And I remember I looked at Paula and said, is this what you want to live with? Because you're going to. This is not cute. Mm-hmm. So even even in a mixed breed of dog, even right. if you're considering bringing home a mixed breed of dog, look into what that mix is, mm-hmm. uh, potentially is. Uh, Paula was told that Fred would be a Shetland sheepdog, and I believe more of a collie is what we've got going on right, here. Right. <laughs> so, different behaviors well, from those right, two different, types of dogs. Absolutely. Sure. So look into what your mix is going to be as well. A lot of times, and, and I know you know this, Brad, you can't always pinpoint exactly what the dog is mm-hmm. just by looking at them, but you can no. get a pretty good idea of what they are. Right. It's going back to something Jamie said earlier. When Jamie Jamie asked, um, why do you own a pet? And that's yeah. the thing people need to remember. It's not uh, having a pet, we always say it's a responsibility, not a right. It's a, But it's also not a rule. You don't have to have a dog. You don't have to. Right. Having a dog, having a cat, having any pet mm-hmm. is 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 there. It's supposed to be one of life's great joys, not yes. one of life's great, tr- great trials. And if you're, and granted, there's going to be a medical th- and things that happen, things like that. Sure. But you know what? It shouldn't be that every day you're worried, Today's the is today the day I'm going to have to put my dog down because he, he savaged my child? Yeah. You shouldn't have to worry that about. That should never be a Concern. And and you know and and it sounds silly when I say it, but people at my clinic, I uh, literally two three times a week, I'll have someone who's scared to death of their dog. Mm. And why do you have the dog? Right. And so when when we're talking about this, and when people make excuses for him, I had a dog that pinned the husband to the ground yeah. and held his neck, and the lady was able to peel him off, and she was making excuses for because her husband right. had walked by his food bowl. Yeah. Oh, there, no. And, and, the, and, and the thing <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it is, oh, uh-uh. this is the thing about this. Don't let this escalate. And if you're worried about your child, yeah. always err on the side of caution. Yes. Don't let your child be hurt. You'll st- I always say, look back with wonder. Don't look back with regret. If you look back and see your child with a scarred face and you say, I shouldn't have done this, you look back and wonder, maybe I shouldn't have. I'd rather you wonder than no. Mm-hmm. I have exactly. a scar on my face from a dog. Yeah. There you go. Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, <laughs> we're here to, to help you with your pet questions. Whatever the problem uh, might be, even uh, no matter what it is, what, uh, whatever the problem is. And uh, we got Mark uh, on the line, and Mark's uh, got an issue with uh, his dog. Mark, welcome to Animal Talk. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Mark, uh, what kind of dog do you have? Well, we just adopted Dirks, and he's a uh, Sheltie Spaniel mix. Okay, and what is happening with uh, Dirks, you said? Yeah, Dirks. Um, he's one and a half years old, and um, he's, he's uh, 
adapting well to the house. We have another dog, a seven-year-old uh, terrier mix. And but the issue I'm calling about today is, say, um, he just stares at me uh, at times. Um, I'll be sitting watching TV with my wife, and he'll just uh, come next to the couch and and stare at me. And I'm like, "Do you want to go outside?" He doesn't want to go outside. Uh, um, so I just love on him a little bit or whatever, and then he just continues to stare at me. Same thing if I'm on the the computer, he'll be sitting there and and he just stares. So I'm just wondering if he. What's going on there? All right, Mark, you walk up to him. You go, you looking at me? <laughs> you, you looking at me? Right. And uh, that should scare him right off. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, some dogs do this. I, My two girls will do this as well. They'll just come up and sit in front of me and stare at me to get my attention. And each time you you give in, and like you said, he'll you'll be sitting there watching TV, and he'll come up and stare at you, and you'll ask him if he wants to go outside. So you've just given him attention. You've given him feedback that wow. lets him know that you like him doing that when he's seeking attention from you. So it's it's not to say that it's a bad thing. If it bothers you, then don't ever give in to it. Just let him sit there and stare at him. And don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Don't do anything. He'll give up and walk away because it didn't work. Okay. If you're okay with it, if it doesn't bother you, and you know that he's just doing it as an attention seeker, then you can, I, I always talk to my girls when they do that. They come up there because you know, we get lost in what we're doing. Sometimes we forget that We've got to pay attention to them, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get so wrapped up sometimes taking care of stuff online, doing homework, doing uh, work work, you know, all of these things come up that sometimes I, I forget that I need to take a break and, and spend some time with my girls. So they'll usually come up and remind me. So I don't mind that they sit and do that. It's an attention seeking. But again, if you don't like it, ignore it. Don't acknowledge it. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Just continue focused on what it is you're focused on. He'll get bored and walk away. Is this a thing where he's the boss? And so this is where there's a sort of the reverence, sort of like uh, the king of the house sort of deal where the dog's saying, you know what, you're the boss. What should I do next boss sort of thing? Yeah. You know, what, what can I do for you? How can I please you? How can I get that attention from you? As being the big dog, I want your attention. I want your approval. So he's coming to you to get that. If you don't like it, ignore it. He'll get bored. Find something else to do. Go lay down, what have you. If you're okay with it and you're using it as a way to kind of gauge when you need to stop and focus on him a little bit, then you can give in to that. It's it's like spouses. Yes, very much. (laughs) I can use that as an ego trip then. Hey, Absolutely. <laughs> By all means. He's saying all hail the king. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. All right. Thanks so much uh, for letting us check in with you, Mark. We appreciate oh, that. All right. Thank you. All right. Be well. Yes, ma'am. I, I do want to just add, in this situation with Mark, this is what's happening with his dog. Um, all dogs staring at you doesn't mean what I've just told Mark. So right. it really depends on the situation, what's going on in the house and everything else. Based on what Mark's discussing, what he's brought up, this is an attention getter just like with my girls. So this is every, every dog is a little bit different. I don't want everybody to think that that's exactly the reason for it. His dog is doing it for that reason because that's his dog. So okay. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. All right, we're going to have a little bad animal joke if you got that in there. Do you have that in there? Can we do that? All right, this is fun. We, we, <laughs> like, to have, we like to have a little fun along the way. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. All right, time for the Bad Animal Joke of the Week. If you'd like to send one in, you can just mail it to me, jamie at animaltalkradio.com, and we'll subject the rest of uh, America to your bad animal joke. All right, here we go. 
Brad. Yes, Mr. Jamie. What do you call a woodpecker with no beak? I don't know, Mr. Jamie. What do you call a woodpecker with no beak? A headbanger. <laughs> that right. is so close. <laughs> it got her. We've got, we, we might have to go to the judges on this one. <laughs> that might actually be a good joke. I, I liked that. All right, that I, I have to say, that one was one of my favorite bad All animal right. jokes. Wow. Bad, anim, bad animal joke of the week. If you have a bad animal joke, uh, please send it, send it in to us, and we'll, we'll subject everybody else to it, and then make the, the call of whether or not it's bad. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears is what it is, and uh, we're here tears. to we're here to, to help you uh, with your pets. Yeah, and uh, the laughter, tears of the tears of laughter, just laughter is what it is. So uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll help you with your pet if they're they're driving you to tears. We can fix that. More more than likely, uh, we'll be able to get a handle on things and and give you some guidance to to make your world a happier place. Doctor Brad heads over to the news nook and pulls together all the news. Uh, uh, for the day mm-hmm. and uh, wraps things up for the week, and uh, we we will we'll get Paula in here to to help us out uh, with the news. Ready? Okay, welcome to Animal Entertainment tonight. I'm Brad, and I'm Paula. We're here with all the animal news. That's right, Paula. Everything that's exciting in the animal world. I'll be seeing you or not. And what outfit would be ch- a change for a buck? Is it hard to keep barnyard animals in the dark? Why do chimps never forget where they left their car keys? But first, who has a story about an owl with eye problems? Brad does. Right you are, P-Dub. She may only have limited vision, but Lucy the Owl's disability hasn't stopped her from finding the perfect perch in life. The five-year-old western screech owl can be only see a short distance following an attack when she was just a fledgling. The tiny bird, who stands just six inches high and weighs just over eight ounces, was discovered under her nest site in Santa Barbara. Both her eyes have been punctured by a predator, possibly a small hawk. Unable to survive in the world, Lucy is now an invaluable staff member at Ojai Raptor Center in California where she helps to raise the other orphan youngsters. Ornithologists point out that although a f- although funny, a screech owl is not as cool as a zack owl, nor as athletic as a slater owl. <laughs> yes, but it's still more memorable than a Lisa Turtle. Are chimps smarter than college kids? Well, chimps don't have student loans, do they? What outfit would a deer not want to be caught dead in? But first, Paula, what can a buffalo do when a sheep tells him a scary story? I don't know, Brad, but hopefully he won't be sitting in the dark. A Chinese farmer who couldn't figure out who kept turning... On the light in his barn was shocked to discover the culprit was his buffalo. Mo Shang Gong, I Mm -hmm. hate Chinese names, thank you, Brad, said his family had repeatedly found the barn light on over the last five years. Eventually, Mo slept in the barn overnight to identify the culprit and found his buffalo was pulling the cord switch with its teeth. He claims that it turns on the light when it is hungry or thirsty and turns it off again after eating or drinking to go to sleep. The problem for Mo is the added electrical cost as he's having a hard time paying the buffalo bills. That buffalo is very driven. After working hard all day, he still does some light work on the side. Coming up on Animal Entertainment tonight, can you think of something that's creepier than a clown? Someone in Sioux City, Iowa did. But first, Paula, do chimps have a better memory than people I can't remember? Well, let me refresh your memory, Brad. Young chimpanzees, the evolutionary distant cousins of humans, have outperformed college students in short-term memory tests. In the hardest test of... Five-year-old chimp averaged 80% accuracy, double that the, of university students. 
all of the young chimpanzees had better numerical recollection than human adults, but older chimps underperform versus their human counterparts. They also found that chimps differ from college kids in that they don't start every sentence with the word dude. But in fairness, none of the, none of the chimps were hungover. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, another week of animal tainment tonight and another week of animal talk. Visit the website, <laughs> animaltalkradio.com to get help with your pet questions throughout the week and uh, until next time have an exotic week and kiss you're welcome for me thanks for being with us for another episode of Animal Talk make sure you do all those podcast things in the podcast places like subscribe leave a comment we hope you had a little fun along the way make sure you head on over to wearingfunny.com you can grab yourself some gear to show off what a proud pet parent you are are you a cool cat mom are you a a happy doggy daddy we got all the gear just for you hats shirts all kinds of swag wearingfunny.com go check it out and show yourself a little animal pride with animal talk once again like subscribe leave a comment thank you so much for being here have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for us bye bye boys have fun storming the castle think it'll work it would take a very goodbye